Welcome. <laughs> no, I don't like that. Welcome. No, that one's horrible. Welcome Good to the Retro Numapod. Welcome back, everyone, to the long sought after episode two of the Retro Namacon podcast. Here we go, number two. The Last, big old uh, number two. <laughs> we've made it. This is the hump, right? Yeah, yeah. If you Two's get like two the, the new two hundred, you're, you're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so last time we left you guys with a question to ponder. Yeah, and, uh, that question. I think we're going to try to answer. Uh, yeah, well, we've got some opinions. Um, what animal is the rudest? Toby? Humans. Humans! <laughs> Damn. We're all fucking uh, animals, dude. <laughs> dude, that's... That's all, that's all you can't. There's got to be a ruling against it. Like, that's the given, right? Animals, like, they'll take anything we throw out there rudest, sloppiest, ugliest, all that. It'll all come down to humans. Yeah, I mean, the, well, mm, it do, <laughs> ugliest. Like, okay. I mean, puppies got us, kittens got yeah. us 100%. Yeah. Right? But, like, we have, like, Scarlett Johansson. Or like Charlie's oh, Baron. Sure. And but then you have like me and you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like really Solid the balance five. of Solid oh. Fives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I got average. a personality, I'm like a six. Let's take shots. I'm like a six four. I'm six <laughs> two, so I'm like a six seven. Yeah. I don't know. I'll climb that ladder. I'll figure it Dang, out. Dang, animals. You just threw right. it out there. Humans humans are the rudest. You can't deny that. No. I mean, but the rudest I'll philosophical, animal. but see, I would have gone cat just because they'll, they'll straight, you got some knickknacks on the shelf, they'll just puh, pee, <laughs> right. <I'll>, puh, yeah. <laughs> and then they piss on everything saying like, fuck your shit. Yeah, fuck yeah that's true. Shit. I didn't even think about that. I was just like, no, I was saying, when you say rude, like, my mind automatically goes to mean. Like, I'm what's the meanest animal I can think of? But, like, that's... You're kind of right. Because I was going to say, like, cats aren't necessarily rude. They just don't give a shit. Yeah, but which is rude. Rude, yeah. Because it's my shit. The, the knocking the glasses off of the counter thing, like, that's that's real. The cats do that. That It's not fun. No. Damn, that's I that's love that. cats, too. I'm indifferent toward them. <laughs> nah, man. Look, when I was growing up, we weren't allowed to have animals because of our renting situation or whatever. But we could hide a cat. Couldn't hide a dog. So I never had a dog growing up. I was one of those kids. Mm. that sucked. But I had cats. But I had bad cats. I had good cats. But I like cats. But they are dicks. Yeah. I got a friend with a really dickish cat. <laughs> like He's one of those cats that like he could be on the front of a Purina bag, but you couldn't touch him because, like, even good, before he was famous, he acted like he was. And he just hates uh, everything. That's just their general, like, personality is just always just, I'm better than you. Just get over it. Just bow before me. I mean, they really are better, though. It's a I fucking mean, cat. And it's like, that, that thing, you want to talk about a murderer? 
right? We're lucky that domesticated house cats aren't the size of mountain lions. They'll still fuck you up, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a buddy who came into work one time, all scratched the shit. I'm like, dude, what happened? You get in a fight with a weed whack or something? No, I'm a cat in the middle of the night, about to throw up, so I went to, you know, stop him and then just claws the shit out of his leg and his arm. It's like, no, no. And he probably still threw up. Yeah. <laughs> On top of your wounds. Oh, they're, 100%. They're <laughs> Damn. I feel like I should have more of an argument, but I don't. I think I'm going to have to bow out of this race. I think Cap wins. I mean, humans is the correct answer, but yeah. if, if we have to cho- choose non-human, I think cats. Just because... Damn. Cats. You're welcome. Yeah. It's got to be cats. Some bitch. <laughs> I like cats. All right. The next one of those so, weird questions is going to be very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be I can fun. see into the future. Or just read it. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're seeing into my mind! <laughs> uh, so I do want to talk about some, some old stuff. This week, I actually do have some retro stuff. Um, I went shopping. Nice. I got to go shopping. All right. And sometimes I wish this wasn't just an audio podcast because I I want to be able to show you. All right. So I wanted to build some of my N64 collection. N64 for me is what really just got like I was a staple in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. raising. And most of it was sports games like. For anyone that's played the N64, it was a lot of 1080 snowboarding. I played Zelda, Banjo-Kazooie. Um, Did you ever play uh, Snowboard Kids? So, no. This is not oh. one that I had. And now these Damn. games are getting a little pricier. It's not like Snowboard Kids 2. Uh, they're both Atlas games, um, which is a great developer, publisher. Um, but yeah, the Snowboard Kids games were like, they were like the Mario Kart of 1080 snowboarding. Yeah. yeah, Just super simple games that just were great. Spend hours on that. Anyway, sorry. I can honestly say, yeah, now I'm curious. But (laughs) (laughs) so anyways, I wanted to start like, um, I was never a bit. Oh, Oh. I've karate chopped my headphones right out of their socket. Uh, where was it? What was I saying? Oh, You're they my N64 stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're building the collection. So, I was I'm I was never really like a when I was building stuff for my collection. I don't I don't necessarily look for complete and box stuff for cartridge based games. So like my NES, Super Nintendo. Oddly enough, I do search for com- complete and box nine times out of ten for my Sega. But I think that's mostly because of the clamshells. And it's just like, mm. it's just better. Yeah. And yeah. The, the Sega cartridges are stupid. Uh, but I started buying boxes for my N64 games. I want them to, I want to start completing some, some N64 games. And I've actually got some hell of a deals lately on eBay. One of which was a, uh, a five box and manual set. So no game included, just box and manual. And uh, for like 40 bucks, including shipping, I've got, the Trimmer Plus Pack, which was like the off-brand Rumble Pack. I got the Memory Pack box. These are both boxes. These are all boxes. Everything I'm saying is boxes. Um, the Memory Card box. 
And then box and manual for GoldenEye. 1080 nice. or not 10 not not 1080. Cruising USA. Uh Shadows of the Empire, Star Wars. Mortal Kombat Shadows Trilogy and Duke Nukem 64. And Duke Nukem, man. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I already had Goldeneye. I still have my childhood copy of Goldeneye. Um, I had Duke Nukem. Oddly enough, I of all the games that I knew that I I would have told you a thousand times, I'd have bet you all the money in my bank account. Do not own Cruising USA. I was disappointing. Like hmm. I own Exotica. And cruising the world, but weren't not those just arcade the original. Games, weren't those in the arcade first, and then they got ported over, or uh, maybe I'm thinking of a different game. I might be thinking of something else. Honestly, I don't know. I know that they have arcade ports, but I don't know if the arcade version came first. Uh, well, anyway, I think I remember playing question. it. Yeah, in the arcade, I think I remember just playing it in the arcade because that's the one where if you hit something the car like totally flips out and yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. it was like, like an outrun yeah, yeah. style yeah uh, almost like a, a gumball race where you're just racing across make it to San Francisco by this time it's still it's still such a good game but you can beat that yeah. you can beat the game in like 40 minutes probably faster yeah. I'm sure there's a speed run um, yeah, right. Yep, it was an arcade game, 1994, Whoa. and then ported to the N64. USA, USA. Yeah, N64, December 3rd of 96. Nice. And then it was out in November of 94. Ha! Good call. Cool. Hey. It was a Midway unit. Oh, um, but yeah, so Midway. like, bought some box N64 games, and in turn, I ended up buying. A bunch of uh, plastic sleeves boxes, and again for the people at home, it's not really a, it's not really going to be an audio. But Rico, at least right. we see. got. Yeah, we'll get the Instagram up and going and. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, on Torok. So Torok two, man, that game we spent so much time on. Too. Um, I bought this one complete actually. I uh I owned I own a black box or a black cartridge copy of Torok 2, which was like the original release. This is the player's choice release. Uh so it's a gray cart. Um still same game, but different cartridge. Nice. Uh so they're the hard shell instead of the like cardboard that they'd originally come in, right? Yeah, so they're still the the original box and everything is inside. It's just like a uh plastic case cover. Gotcha. It's a gotcha. dust cover. That's cool. That's nice. Um, but yeah, it, it, it works out really well because like for a couple of the boxes, again, I paid $40 for a lot of these empty boxes. A couple of the boxes aren't in the best condition. They're all, they have all their little flaps. There are a couple tears in a couple of them. Um, but it was nice because a lot of them you could tell were like set on the bottom of a storage box or something. So they mm -hmm. were kind of squished. But putting them in those and having, you know, the inserts and everything in them, it kind of puts them back to their original shape. And I will say it's kind of a like an eye trick because on the shelf and in those little boxes, the boxes look amazing. But if you were to pull yeah. them out of that little plastic box, <laughs> they're complete. So, but uh, again, what are you doing? It, uh, yeah, they they look insanely good on the shelf, though. I will say, um, 
Now I just need to find that Clay Fighters box. If only Oof. I had like $2,200 right now. If, if any of us had that. Yeah. Well, if I was unemployed <laughs> for like the last six months, I'd, I'd be balling yeah. out, bro. <laughs> just scoop that shit away and be like, okay, what's the investment by here? Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. Um, but yeah, bought some bought some A64 stuff. Um, might have to take a little break on buying stuff. I kind of went ham like at the, <laughs> in the whole month of July for buying stuff. So now the money's got to focus a little to the Jeep, which means that I'm going to have more time to play some of these games instead of just blowing all my money. That's why um, you do it. But that being said, our judgment of this week um, gets to, I get to do it again because <laughs> I got a chance to play through most of NBA Street Volume 2. And the reason I chose this game was kind of odd because last weekend I started cataloging uh, a lot of my collection. Um, so through an app called Game Eye, uh, you, they have a barcode scanner, a cartridge scanner. You can manually enter stuff. It'll give you a kind of market price um, for what everything's kind of going for. It updates through eBay or Amazon. So it kind of works out. So I started scanning a bunch of stuff, especially with the nice. COVID. Because COVID has skyrocketed game prices. Like, yeah, it has. It, it's, it's absolutely insane what some of these games are going for now. And just stupid games. You know, GameCube, expensive. N64, hella expensive. Super Nintendo, expensive. It's nuts. What I didn't realize is now PS2 is starting to climb. Um, and PS2 for me is another like I went N64 PlayStation 2 was the next console I got so I played that one until that one Um, but scanning I think I scanned 55 games out of the I think I have like 140 for my PS2 right now which is like a tenth or something of that (laughs) entire collection there's over 1100 games or something for PS2 full set Um, but NBA Street Volume 2 happens to be worth like 30 bucks now. Like, this was a trash game. Yeah. 30 bucks, right? And again, not for audio, but the cover's still so it's a cool. It's, it's a cool-ass cover, though, man. It's definitely of the time with that, like, and one kind of style, street ball, let's yes. get it done. <laughs> and I'm glad you said it, because that's how, I, I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's street yeah. ball. Yeah. And, but... At the end of the day, it is an amazing basketball game. It's kind of an arcade-style two-button system, where it's like, well, three-button, I guess. There's four. Ah, uh, there's four buttons. <laughs> <laughs> it's Anyways, buttons. there's buttons involved. <laughs> it's a PS2, right? Uh, but it's like one button jumps, blocks. One button shoots. One button passes. One button steals. There's no like shot tracker bullshit like there is on like the new 2k games it's like you hold it down for a certain amount of time let it go it's all a guess perfect it. yeah i mean it's 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 super nba jam style the trick system it's <laughs> fine like does it's, it add a bunch not- to the game no no, no. 
Looks but, cool. At least it breaks up the monotony of playing a basketball game. It does. And there, there's certain things that they add in that game other than the trick system that worked out really well. Like the alley-oop system. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you can triple alley-oop. That, it's nuts. It's <laughs> impossible. Physic, physics just wouldn't allow it. But it's badass. Alright? It's cool. The game breaker system is exactly what it sounds like. It breaks the game. Um, but damn it, I played that game for seven hours this week, eight hours, almost beat it. That's crazy. Uh, It's a great game in like 2020 COVID times. There is no doubt that if I had a friend over and it was like, you want to play a basketball game? Like this is the game that I'm, I'm choosing. Just for sheer three-on-three, you can do one-on-one games, half-court games, full-court games. It, it, it was an amazing game. It was an amazing game. And I swear, I feel biased on, like, I, you're doing a review next week. It's on you. Like, this one's on you. Because my back-to-back choices, I cannot... I, it, look, just to break up my five, my five shadow finger, because I'm not doing it back-to-back, all right? I'm getting it at 4.5... Cheeto fingers. All right. And I'll tell you why. Because the trick system does not add anything to the game. But if it did, man, it'd be NBA Jam all over again. If they took it out, that's exactly what it would be. Like, if you didn't have the option to do tricks, or even if they just made it like simplistic, like the real, like a true blue basketball basketball game. Like, if you could just like behind the back, Spin move, dribble through your legs, boom, boom. It'd be, it, it'd probably be one of the best basketball games ever made. Personally, I still think it probably is one of the best basketball games ever made. But I can't, I can't, I can't give a five. <laughs> I can't give a five. <laughs> but da- damn near perfect. I will say for anybody that's looking for like a random PS2 game, um, it's so still, cute. I mean, I, it's expensive. I personally, I think it's expensive. That's Would crazy. I pay thirty dollars for the game? At this point, yeah, but no, like it not, seems, not without that. It's just sight unseen. It doesn't seem like anybody would go out of their way to spend thirty bucks for a game that's what almost twenty years old. It maybe not quite twenty, but you know what I'm saying. There will be no opening more cans. <laughs> I'm gonna fix that. Yeah. Uh, no, I I agree. The problem is, is like if you look at some of the more expensive games on PS2, there's a lot of RPGs. There's a lot of yeah, there uh, was JRPGs. Even worse, not my style. Uh, but if just as far as like sheer multiplayer games, like a two-player game. That's pretty far up there, you know. PS2 is really known for platformers and RPGs, not multiplayer games. That's why you bought a Nintendo. You know, mm. that's why you bought an Xbox. They have four mm-hmm. controller ports. Yeah. PlayStation only had two. And if you had a multi-tap, but then the game that you were playing had to be, you know, good for multi-tap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as far as PS2 goes, I mean, it's if you're trying to play with your friends and not by yourself, it, it it's probably well worth the thirty dollars. I would I would say it's well worth the thirty dollars. There you go. 
Four and a half yeah. Cheeto fingers. <laughs> I'd I give it a rating, it but I've played that game before. since since the days of Blockbuster, so I can't I can't rate that thing. Yeah, what's awesome? Solid, solid three <laughs> is the copy that I'm playing on is my childhood copy, and it oh, is shit. surprisingly minty, except for the manual. The manual somehow got like some weird. Uh, you can't really see it in the camera, but it got like some weird, like wavy, like it was almost in a, like a house that was too humid mm, too, or something too warm. Gotcha. You know, yeah. you just but love the I, game too much. <laughs> that being said, I moved from Indiana, very humid spot to Colorado, not humid at all spot. So Got maybe desert. Yeah. Maybe something in the move. I, I don't, I don't know, but that's cool that you still have it, man. I, I just never yeah. had that mentality to be like, let me hold on to this. I was like, uh, what's the next system? Oh, let me trade in my games and system for the next one. That was my mindset. I see. For a long time until recently. Yeah, because I, I didn't really get the option like growing up. It was like, no matter what, you know, I had a Nintendo when everyone had Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. But yeah. I had my Sega. And then I got my N64. Our family skipped a generation. I got the PS2. And then I got a I what sucked is like I got I got onto Xbox like three or four months before the 360 came out. Oh. Um and ended up playing like a lot of competitive Halo. And then yeah, it was just yeah. like it was over. My PlayStation days were over. And uh I bought a PS3. Like the second year the PS3 was out on Black Friday, so I could have a Blu ray player. And for me, at that point in my life, I was like recollecting a lot of the games that I had gotten rid of. So I was like, I bought a PS3, and it was like, if I'm, if I'm going to get a Blu ray player, I'm going to, I'm going to get one that can play video games too. You know, like that's an yeah. option. Yeah. 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 Um, bought an Xbox One, and given predominantly I play a lot of my games on PC, but I have an Xbox One, did not touch it. Got a PS4. Do not touch it. But I will say, I was an Xbox fanboy, especially for their controller. PS4 has a superior controller right now. I, yeah, no, I'm gonna, no, I'm, I'm gonna die in that hill. That original Xbox controller was so dang huge, man. It was awesome for folks the who Duke? had a bigger hand. That you're oh just like, my God. yes, something I can really hold on to. It was like Dreamcast came to Microsoft and was like. <laughs> Dude, we overdid it, you know. Like, that, don't do this. And Microsoft was like, "Bitch, hold my beer." All right, that looks great. <laughs> they just built a. Pl- it was a dinner plate with joysticks on it. Yeah, like, and some <laughs> buttons thrown on just for show. It was uh, the Duke that. controller was not good, but the S controller was amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then the 360 came out, and they were just like, "Yo, this is this is the way." And the offset joysticks were like. Something that you didn't think would work, but felt but, insanely natural, whereas the PS4 controller does not feel natural at all. Yeah. It just happens to work. I mean, um, you get used to it. Being a you gamer, really you do. adapt quicker than, than, say, anybody who doesn't normally play games. But What's crazy is a lot of people think... like You'll get a lot of people that always just assume that the PlayStation controllers had joysticks. And the original, first of all, the the PS1 came out before the N64. 
That's like that, contrary that to popular belief. That blew my belief. mind. It's um, crazy. But it did not have joysticks. Like the DualShock controller didn't come out until like a year or two later. And the original PlayStation controllers yeah. just had a D-pad and the four buttons. And then the, the shoulder buttons. It, yeah. And they then, were bad yeah. controllers. Yeah, and Nintendo's sitting over here like, look, we've got a rubble pack. Now you can feel vibrations. Ooh. <laughs> I like N64. It was good. Great. I like the PS4 controller. I like it a lot. Hey, That's what I of, play like my competitive stuff with. So speaking of games, since we're kind of on that, uh, G4 TV is allegedly returning. Can you <sighs> believe that? Dude, it's just like, if 2020 took everything away from me, G4 was like, we're going to take us back to a better time. <sighs> no doubt, dude. Because G4, that man. channel was everything. It really was. Was everything. It was, like, uh, I mean, first of all, in our age range, it had Olivia Munn. You want to talk about some marketing? They're like, yo, this guy, he's kind of good. All right, but we got her. They're just Kevin like, Pereira is great. He's a great host. He's amazing. He Listen to his back. podcast, too. And then you're like, yeah, he's, yeah. But like, well, we, need a, we need a solid co-host who can stand so, shoulder to shoulder with him. Olivia Munn, she's funny. She was funny. Like, yeah. Beautiful boom, girl. She's, she's and was a little nerd. I mean, she really yeah, was. Totally. She, she believed in the stuff that she talked about. It wasn't, I mean, given a lot of it was an act, and that's why they brought her on. It's, it's like, oh my God, look at this smoke show. She wants to talk Nintendo stuff. <laughs> I was like, how We're much cool money do we have to give you? You know, like, yeah. Yeah. G4 is, it was cool too, because like G4 did, you know, this is like, What's even better, and what I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my prediction on what this cha- channel show. I don't know what they're gonna put it on. I don't know what what what's happening with it yet, but um, because they haven't said like if it's coming to no. like Netflix or a Hulu or if it's a web show. Um, they just had the crazy trailer that popped down that kind of hinted at it. Yeah, yeah, and so like the thing, the biggest difference, what I think that'll really change the way that G4 works. And it might actually work in their favor more than against them is esports. And mm. when G4 was on before, like, don't get me wrong, I loved all the shows that they had because you could watch Cops, you know, Star Trek. <laughs> so much Cops. Like, you could was, not not watch Cops on that channel. <laughs> always. Like, if you were watching G4 after 11 o'clock at night, chances are you were watching Cops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, <that's, laughs> you were watching Cops. Yeah. Um, but they had they had a lot of good shows. Now again, when G four was around, you know they were pretty much a game magazine. They were a web pod podcast before it could have been a thing, really. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So they'll have that option again, but with the the backing of esports, you know they could be the ESPN of esports, and everyone, any me, you, anybody that was raised anywhere close to the nineties. That's the first place that I'd go back to. Sure. Especially if they got some of those host backs. I mean, from X-Play or Attack of the Show. I'd be like, hell yeah, you're getting some of the old old dogs back to come put in work too? I'd be if they right don't bring prayer back, I'd be, I'd be upset. Like, it would be kind of sucky. Yeah. You know, that would kind of... I don't know. 
I'm super interested to see what they do with it. Like, uh, my big question is if they're going to bring back the big two shows, Tech of the Show and X Play, because those are the two that I would like patiently wait for. Oh, it's on. This is what we're doing for the next, you know, hour and a half. We're yeah. watching. We're watching this. Attack of the Show had your pop culture stuff. You got caught up in all this fun stuff. X Play was completely about your games. Here's the common stuff, and then all their Comic Con coverage and E3. Yes, like, that's where they had it, man. I mean, it it really so, was, and like, luckily we have stuff like the Giant Bomb now. You know, I'm big big fan of Giant Bomb stuff. Um, but even so, let me ask you this: if if you had a preference on how and where it came back, what do you think ooh. you would take? I have I my mean, opinion the, on what I think would work best for me. In the light, in the, I mean, everything's streamed these days, so it's really. I mean, they couldn't do their own streaming thing unless they got some major backing behind, you know, whoever owns the name now. It'd be hard to say, but uh, probably some streaming platform is probably what's going to wind up. Maybe show it on Hulu, partnership with Hulu, and have some stuff on there as well. Maybe just like a cross-media thing or something. I have no idea. See, just bring it back is all I want. <laughs> yeah, because like, as much as I think I would want it as a channel. Um, I don't have cable. Like, yeah. I haven't had cable in 10 years. You know, if, if it's on a streaming platform or on the internet, then I'm not going to watch it. If it has commercials, I'm not fucking watching it. Yeah, unless they're like the YouTube ones where you could like, after five seconds, you could say, skip, you know, because they got to do the ad. Ad blocker. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though. Like <laughs> they got to make their money somehow. And for those dopes who don't know how to use ad blocker or hit skip, you know, and the ad- it through the 30 second video. The like amount of advertising <laughs> that they would be able to get now, like with all like the G Fuel Energy or Sneak Energy or any of these Adderall powders that they're giving out now, um, <laughs> they would have so much <laughs> advertising. It would be insane. Uh, yeah. I really think it's tough, man. I just don't because we can't watch cops anymore. They they pulled that off the air. <laughs> so yeah, not not. What else not, are they going to show from like eleven until six in the morning? I don't know. I almost think I'd want it that, like a good but, mythical morning, and I'd want it as a oh, that, oh. a YouTube. You know, give me like three different yeah. shows daily. Give me an hour and a half video of X Play. Attack of the show, yeah. and then yeah. esports coverage in the middle, or whatever, like gaming coverage in the e- middle. I mean, that's the thing. You could do e esports like round the clock because there's so much. Oh yeah, uh, uh, so much content out there for that. That there's not enough places to show it for those it who really want to isn't. sit and watch the competitions. And if you had a good enough, like good enough people to like put it out there for layman's terms. It would make it even better, you know, to allow people to get into stuff like League of Legends or why Counter-Strike is so impressive that these people are so good, so good. You know, whereas like we have Overwatch now, but like if I put Overwatch in front of my mother and on ESPN at a Buffalo Wild Wings, she ain't never going to watch that shit again. Yeah. You have no idea what the hell is going on. Yeah. But if you're going to get a centralized thing, bring people from outside the gaming industry into a channel and break it down, especially with the way that like G4 kind of did for us as we were growing up, 
it'd be fantastic. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I don't imagine that they are going to fail this time around. I think they were ahead of their curve the last time, and cable syndication just definitely just is not the play anymore. To do with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no one knew what to do with them. Because no it was frowned upon them, to be like, that kind of person. And it's like, no, you're killing it right now. You don't understand the niche that you have right now. And then you're just going to be like, no, nah, we're going to turn it into Esquire channel or whatever. And it was like, know. what the hell are you doing? So, I don't But know, that being said, if there was ever a time, like someone was sitting in office somewhere and was like, you know what it would be a good time for? Let's bring G4 back. Like everyone's cool on old shit. They want to remember what it was like back in their teenage years. Because for someone, my I instantly got a hard on. I was just like, "Oh, (laughs) fuck yes, I need this." Yeah, Yeah, you know, it's exactly what I needed them to come out. Especially with the amount of stuff that's out now, with like, it's just incredible. The amount of stuff that's put out. It would be nice to have a show that runs five days a week. That's like, here's the news thing for today. Oh, here's yeah. another. Oh, breaking news here. Oh, can you believe this? This game Great got delayed. You know, this game just got announced, whatever it may yeah. be. And it's just, yeah. I mean, there's not really much out there, especially. I don't know. Like I said, for for me, it's like such a nostalgia trip that there's no way I'm not going to watch one. They're going to get, they'll get my money. And if they have a subscription. I look. I I subscribe to Giant Bomb. I give them my fifty dollars a year because I love their content. You know, there like you they were content creators before we knew what content creators were going to be. Like they had their own <laughs> web yeah. show that worked so well, and it wasn't even yeah. a web show. It was on cable. Yeah, like totally, dude. They they have, yeah. yeah. I I really I'm think excited. that it'll do well for them. I'm excited for G4 coming back. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited for G4 coming. You know what they're going to talk about the first? This NES leak. Oh, dude. I'm going to go through this a little bit kind of quickly. Um, but I found it real interesting. Excuse me. Prost. Prost. Good old German. It's good. good. Uh, Do you like beer? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's all I know. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> um, so, like I said, I'm gonna go through it real quick. But uh, Nintendo had a huge leak in the last couple weeks, um, and just like with any other leak, someone somehow found some old stuff hidden away somewhere. I That's the best way I can explain it. That's um, exactly what it is. <laughs> but in a lot of these files, there was a couple very uh, interesting things that I just wanted to touch on. And they're calling this the GigaLeak. Um, it was actually quite a bit of stuff. It included a bunch of stuff from uh, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, N64, um, some stuff for the Pokemon series. Uh, which was kind of mm-hmm. wild, I thought. Um, one of the funny things is Super Mario 64, they found some code for Luigi. How crazy um, would that have been? Be able it would have almost over changed the Luigi? game. Yeah. Right? Like, Two-player two player Super Mario World. We knew who he was. And like this is yeah. one of the best Mario games ever made. Would Agreed. it have ruined the game? 
did they not like him in there? And is that why it didn't come through? Who knows? It could be as simple as that. Maybe they play tested it and was like, "Oof, no." Yeah. How do we I'm, how do we make I'm it a curious. different game playing Luigi over Mario? But we'll never know. But yeah, like I mean, it would it would have been very interesting style because like Mario sixty four is a launch game, and if you'd have came out with a two player Mario at that point, which you know yeah. we had two player Marios bold um but like that 3d version i wonder if the n64 just can handle it like graphically um, yeah. i was kind of curious um but yeah they had a luigi model nintendo made a luigi model and there was a I, who knows what the percentage was but there was a chance he was going to be in that game oh that would have been great it'd have been crazy uh there was also some yoshi's island stuff um, they had some music, a map screen, a little bit different than, uh, you know, what we got in the final release. They also had a Super Donkey. Um, again, was it seemed like it was in the Yoshi Island style, but yeah. they can't really pin what that was going to be. Uh, and they had some Pokemon prototypes, which was kind of cool. They had a, a couple different designs for Pokemon. Um, For the original Pokemons. But not so impressive. Like, not impressive. Not, nothing that would have been like, oh man, we have to have it. That's probably It wouldn't have been game changing. No. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, that game was amazing. Pokemon's enough. Yeah. yeah 150. 51. 150. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You gotta glitch the system to get that other one. Yeah. Well, some trade. Some little trade yeah. magic. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all. Don't worry. Don't worry about that Cheat guy. Cheat the system. Cheat the system. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they had a bunch of leaks. Nintendo hasn't really said anything. You know, Nintendo is if the minute they find out they're putting a cease and desist, someone's getting sued. I mean, it's just how Nintendo works. Yeah, um, but from my understanding, it's such a big leak that there's no way that they could die, deny that this isn't something that was actually factual. So at this point, it's just locating that person. Be like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> fuck you, man. That's <laughs> not cool, bro. That was private. Uh, I was down in the vault for a reason. Yeah. And, and they, they are saying that, like, because the leak was so massive and, like, everything was so intricate that even without Nintendo saying anything, they said that, like, the chances of it being faked are almost as impressive that someone actually got their hands on it. You know, yeah. like it, it was, it was crazy. Um, the problem is, is that like people kind of hate on it because it's like giving stuff away that legitimately wasn't supposed to be seen. So like the developers and the creators are all kind of getting judged for stuff that otherwise wouldn't, it would have been a no, you know? So, yeah. For me, it was kind of cool know, to see, but yeah, some of those kind of concepts and some of the like uh, the the uh, Star Fox audio, listening to that before it got compressed was interesting. Yeah, hearing how the voices were before and then what they are now is like, oh, well, that's kind of neat. But it's all stuff that's just fun behind the scenes, but doesn't change anything. That was something that Nintendo did that I really respected, though. Like when it goes into that Star Fox stuff, is they gave you that game. Like, an unreleased Super Nintendo game in 2019. Like, we got that game. Um, 
which is kind of insane because in a company like Nintendo, just fuck off. Like yeah. you don't get to see anything, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. not only did they give you that game, but you had to beat the first level of Star Fox on the Super. For anybody that doesn't know, you can play Star Fox Two on the Super Nintendo Classic. Um, they included that game with that hmm. classic version released by Nintendo. Cool. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, no, I didn't. That's yeah. Breaking so you- news! 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 Yeah. <laughs> so you can play uh, Star Fox Two. And it was kind of cool because this oh. is a licensed Nintendo product, you know, the Super Nintendo Classic is. But to unlock that game, you have to beat the first level of Star Fox on the Super Nintendo. So it was like a real cool way from being like, this is what you got. And before we could release this, this is what you had, you know, considering Star yeah. Fox 64 was an amazing game as well. Yeah. Oh, um, so good. But they actually, I mean, that game was done. Before they canceled it, you know, when the Super Nintendo was out, they That's just did, cool. they figured out that they weren't going to put it out. Mind blowing! It's crazy, yeah. But, but big respect, big respect hey. for Nintendo because they put it out. I mean, it, yeah. Without people hacking it, finding it, no version was out there, and then it got leaked that they had a version. And then they're so, like, "Well, here you go, have it." Like, you know what? If you guys really want this shit, here you go. It's seventy dollars on the Super Nintendo Classic. Worth it. Worth every penny. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Good on them. That's cool. Speaking um, of Game Boy stuff, that yeah. uh, analog pocket. Check that out. That thing was mind Again, blowing. Something <laughs> um it it's cool. All right. And I, I hate and love stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um again, I'm gonna talk a lot about this and I say I'm going to go through this quick. The reason I hate stuff like this is the same reason I hate like Limited Run games or 100 Thieves merch or Supreme stuff. It's just bullshit uh, mm-hmm. because I can never fucking get one. Like their production numbers are so small yeah, and this yeah. thing went up and sold out in minutes. You know, their pre-order yeah. sold out. And it, I, it, what makes me so mad is doing the like limited numbers of release it's just allowing resellers to buy stuff and then I upcharge it. You know, oh, what like I could get. Um, but for anyone that hasn't seen it, you know, if you know Analog, Analog's put up stuff like the Analog NT, which is a... Uh, it's a console you can play old stuff on. Um, it's like a Retron, but better. It's not an emulated version. I think they call it FPGA, um, where it's playing it legitimately off your cartridge. It's not not doing anything weird like the retrons do um but the analog pocket is the game boy version it'll it'll play game boy games it'll play uh game boy advance games and they have upgrades or modules that you can put on them to play game gear or atari links um which is wild Um, that is crazy the other crazy thing that they do is they have a tv dock and so just like the switch you can dock this little Game Boy and play it HDMI through your big screen television, which is, is is dope. And for me, I'm not a huge Game Boy player. Like, I wasn't growing up. I didn't have a lot of handhelds growing up. Um, my DS was, like, when I got... My PSP is what, I, what got me into handhelds, but the 3DS keeps me in it. Um, but the concept's cool. The yeah. system itself is 200 bucks. The TV dock is a hundred bucks. 
Um, just wild, understandably expensive, but you're still looking at three hundred dollars for a system to play your Game Boy games. Yeah, you know? which is like, if you've got the Game Boy, you might as well hunt down a old Game Boy, you know, classic or whatever Game Boy Color, any of that, and just get one of those at that price. Well, yeah, and with the mods, you know, again, we don't condone stealing games, but with the mods, you can do with like retro pie and stuff like that it's one of those things where like you're paying for the name and look i Mm. love analog stuff and if i could have bought it i would have probably bought it and i'm not trying to bash them by any means because their their products are amazing but to do these limited releases it just it's a real kick in the dick (laughs) you know especially for people that want one yeah 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 because you can't get one you know and it, Unless it you want to spend spend some mega money for it after the fact through eBay or whatever they uh, put yeah. it in. I mean, is this thing worth five or six hundred dollars that it's gonna go up for? And people are gonna pay it. They they want one Depends. that bad. Yeah. Depends on the, the collector, I think. Yeah. And I wouldn't even like for me, it's not a collector's thing. Like it's no, you know, as as someone I have all these systems. If I want to play Game Boy games, I'll bring on my fucking Game Boy. You know? Like I don't, I don't buy. It looks like a fucking iPhone that yeah. I can plug a, a a Pokemon Yellow cartridge into. Fucking Pokemon <laughs> Yellow. It's not gonna look any better. Yeah, it's, it's a Pokemon Even Yellow. Even if it is a crazy screen, it's like no, it's still a eight bit game or whatever it was on a new. Don't get me wrong. Right? I mean, they look good. The colors look good. They come in black and white. Um. You can play in color or black and white. You can do the, you know, on the original Game Boy games, they have an option where you can play it with a green screen. Like, you can play with the original Game Boy look. You know? I don't know. Like I said, the concept, awesome. The way that they produce them and sell them, especially in COVID times, I can't blame them because who knows what, you know, production's like. I don't know. Yeah. But it sucks because. They never make enough. It just is what it is, man. It's that, yeah. you know, it's a good way to build hype because, you know, people will be like, oh, man, when's one going to go on sale so I could, I could buy it? And then they'll buy it and be like, oh, okay. <laughs> it seems to me like they're just keep leaving money on the table, though. You oh, know? sure. If you like, just open up pre-orders and be like, oh, man, we got a lot of pre-orders. Cool. Yeah. And then fulfill them. I yeah. It's That's weird. all. That's all I'm asking. Look, you can delay the... The fulfilling of the pre-order. Yeah, it's like we got a lot more. Hey, we thought. yo, there's like three First times more people out. that want one of these things. We're gonna do next September, but yeah, yeah, everyone that pre-ordered one's gonna get one. Yeah. Oh my god, guys, there you're go. good. I paid for it already. It'll be. I'll be stoked when it shows up. Yeah. But like I said, it's times. one of those things. A lot of it, I think, is because I can't get one. <laughs> it makes me <laughs> damned if you do. Damn yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I'll let you uh, talk about this one because you, yeah. you wrote this one on there. Where it's very interesting. So exciting news as things are slowly getting back to normal. Uh, AMC Theaters is reopening starting this Friday, the 20th of August. They're reopening. And to kind of celebrate their 
hundred year run, which I found out, and that's crazy. They're doing this movies in 2020 at 1920s prices. You could essentially get tickets for 15 cents, which is crazy. You ready for me to I mean, play devil's so- advocate right off the bat? They're sold out, by the way. I already okay. looked into it, and they're completely sold out for Colorado anywhere. So don't even don't even try it, Toby. Okay, because that's what I was about to say. Do you want to get thousands of people rushing back to the theaters at one time? <laughs> that just seems like exactly what was going to happen. It was going to be like, hey, fifteen cent tickets. You guys haven't been in the movies in six fuck months. What sucks about it is that they're doing it for the one day. Right on the twentieth, that uh, what is it? Thursday, Friday, whatever. They're doing it just for the one day, and then their ticket prices, and they have some specials and stuff that are going on. But yeah, you're having all these people, and they're only doing like a third capacity. That was going to be my next question. So they're limited there. So for one day, you know, is it worth it? It's it'd be worth it. To be like, dude, I got to take it for fifteen cents. But unless you were Aunt Johnny on the spot when that was you know, released, you'd be SOL. But at any rate, they're opening back up. And, uh, you know, they've got a lot of stuff in play that's going to, you know, they're super on top of uh, cleaning stuff, you know. Yeah. I went online to play around and, and did some online stuff to see how it worked. And they really do keep it where you can't be a certain distance close to another seat or else it'll say, sorry, it's either occupied or because of uh, COVID, you can't have this seat, so you need to choose somewhere else. So it super makes you have to select your seats that are nowhere near anybody else. Yeah. So at least they're being super safe. They're also making it where, unless you're enjoying your refreshments, masks are to be worn at all time, which is kind of like, I wear it enough at work where I'm like, not fun, <laughs> but you know, I love seeing one of my favorite things is to see a movie in the theater. So would it be worth it for me to have to wear a mask while I'm enjoying a movie on the big, big screen? Sure. Yeah. It, okay. So I'm going to disappoint you a little bit because I'm not but, a movie goer. You son of a bitch. That's I good. know it's, it's something <laughs> for me that like when I was growing up going to the movies between like, I don't know, 13 and 17 meant that there was like a 75% chance that I was going to have to fight someone. And so like, I just didn't go to the movies because that was what it was. It was like the mall and the movies was just a fucking, it was a crapshoot again, jumped. Mm. And so like, I didn't go to the movies a lot growing up. And for me, it was one of those things where like, I'm a sleeper, man. Like I got a lot of energy going through the day. You put me in a dark room where I can lean back a little bit. I'm out. Like, it's like, and I love movies, and I, I watch eight movies in a row at home. Yeah. But at a theater, it was one of those things. So I'm not much of a movie goer. The last movie that I saw in theaters was either the first new It or Ready Player One, oh, whichever one came out first. Those are the last two movies <laughs> I saw in theaters. That's crazy. For me, it was Sonic the Hedgehog, which came out this year. Boom. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> not but, me. My second yeah. problem, and the weird thing that I'm going to judge AMC for, AMC did some weird stuff anyway. But if you can't keep fucking your, ooh, I almost got myself in Here trouble. If you can't keep the girl 
down my fucking row from talking on her phone in the middle of a movie, how am I supposed to trust that you're going to first enforce the mask rule, second, enforce a goddamn phone rule, and third, that these 16-year-old kids are going to come clean my fucking seat when I leave? <laughs> I don't, I'm cool. I'm good. I'll, I will torn it off the internet. Because God knows that there's definitely going to be people recording the new movies when the theaters reopen. Or all these places are going to get smart and they're going to offer it streaming too. Because there's going to be people like you that want to go to the theaters. They want to see it on the big screen. It's just a different experience for them. And then there's going to be people like me where I'm like, hell yeah, I'll rent this movie for $20 for 24 hours. Because I don't want to fucking leave my house. Well, I mean, it's like the Mulan thing, right? Like... $30 $30 premium uh, through Disney Plus, you can watch Mulan. Brand spanking new movie. I was going to see the money they spent was. on that. So, but yeah, basically for $30, um, you have to have a, a Disney Plus account already. I've got one of those. Uh, for 30, 30 extra dollars a month, not a month, sorry, one time, $30. You're basically buying the movie and you have it indefinitely. And like those other ones where you spend like, 20 bucks and you only get it for 48 hours or whatever it is. This one yeah. you get to keep as long as you keep your Disney Plus running. So it's so you're pretty you're much buying the movie. Yeah. Except you don't get to keep it if you cancel your sub. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, there are those streaming options that they still do with. So if, if you're not a big movie theater going, they're still doing the streaming stuff where it's like day of release. We're going to let you see, let's say like unhinged the Russell Crowe movie that's coming out. You could see that either in the theater or they're probably going to have it streaming same day, if not weekend after, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. there's always those options, especially in this day and age. You kind of have to. Unfortunately, they're not going to make the money like they, they would normally on something like Mulan where it would make half a billion dollars. But they're trying to reap yeah. some revenue. <laughs> so, I mean, I can understand but- that too. But for a... Company that's been charging me nineteen fucking dollars for a thing of popcorn. You can suck my dick, AMC. <laughs> All right, that shit ain't that expensive. I don't need to pay you nine dollars. It's the same thing with sports games. Why am it's I paying so, so goddamn good, much? Though, I'll buy a lot more if so you make the prices good. cheaper. <laughs> I'll buy a fuck ton more. Yeah. Um, I do I like that, that though. I mean, I, I'm, the, the Disney Plus thing is very intriguing. The thing for me is I don't know if I'd pay the $30 to watch one movie as many times, but I'd be more apt to pay like $60 every three months to be able to watch any new movie they come out at least once. You know, rather than giving me an unlimited viewing of one movie, give me a capped viewing of all the movies. Yeah, like you can watch up to six movies a month for 30 bucks. And they're going to be new movies that we're going to be able to release the theaters, but instead yeah. you can just stream them. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, so instead of the, paying the seventy dollars or the the seventy the seven dollars a month for Disney Plus proper, you'd pay yeah. thirty dollars a month in any Disney movie that was released or any movie that Disney owned that was released in theaters. You were allowed to watch once, up yeah. to you know, yeah, like you said, maybe six. Yeah, I'd almost pay that thirty dollars a month. You'd at least get it out of me like three or four times a year. Like I might keep the $7 one for the other eight months out of the year, but for four months, I'm going to give you the $30 a month because you have 
two movies coming out that I want to see on release day. Sure, sure, sure. Like, you some, know, some of their, like, oh, we've got Artemis Fowl, we've got Mulan, we've got Black Widow, we've got all these other big name movies where you're like, oh, I really want to see those. Okay, pay this premium for the next month or two and you can watch them. Yeah. I, I don't I'm, know, I'm, I'm good for that all day. But, I mean, it kind of thinks that you can't keep the movie outside of Disney Plus, you know, because there's services price. like like Voodoo and Movies Everywhere where you can basically digitally download your, your movies and you got them. Like, wherever you go, you can just go, boom, I want to watch Stephen King's It or whatever it might be instead of this where you have to have that Disney Plus account. So really you're yeah. paying, if you're brand new to it, you're paying $37 out the gate. Yeah. But... And- I'm, you're right. I'm not because, gonna complain. Like, you're you're making me pay for the Blu-ray, but I don't have the option to keep the Blu-ray. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. I just I understand what they're trying to do, and Disney it, owns what one third of the world at this point. So there's a reason I mean, they're rich. They've got part of my soul. So I'm very <laughs> interested on where the like the stream game is going to go. Because COVID definitely threw a wrench into what we found acceptable as consumers. And yeah. now, like, the after COVID acceptableness, or what I'm going to accept for my money now, has now grown. Because it's like, yeah, you guys could do that. Like, I know you can do that. And I, I'll give could you more a- money, but you got to give me more now. It's going to be really interesting in the next few months as they run out of content to put out on their streaming services. New content, what do you do to be like, hey, keep subscribing to us, even though we can't film anything new? Yeah. What do you, what do you, that's true. How do you keep me, how do you keep me coming back? You know, for I me, I've got kids. That. So yeah. just as long as I have kids stuff, shoot, I'm okay. Yeah. But once you, once you get rid of that new content for some folks, it's like, all right, Netflix, what else you got? Nothing? Okay, I'm not going to watch Friends for the 50th time or whatever Ooh. popular show. I, I'm bad, Paul. <laughs> I didn't know. That was the first one. I don't know. Don't I'm, judge I'm me. probably going to watch Friends. <laughs> Ozark? I don't know, man. I've never seen that. So. Neither have I. I haven't watched Friends either. So No? You know. No, I just, oh, I think bro. I've seen a couple, but that's. Just, As a sitcom, yeah. I'm a sitcom sucker, though. I like sitcoms. sitcoms. I'm big. Zaka. Yeah, I've watched the How Met Your Mother, mm, Friends, that's so freaking Parks good. and Rec, The Office. Parks and Rec, so much better than The Office. Fight me. Uh, <laughs> I might. <laughs> I, I, I Parks can't get and Rec into is amazing. All right, and it's I can't based get off through of like first my episode. No, but The Office, dude. <laughs> it's The Office might be the best television show ever made. The Friends is up there, though. Like, <laughs> I mean... Dude, they brought it I, back. They put it on Netflix, and everybody freaking was like, oh, yeah, bro, yeah, let's do it. I had never watched Friends until my girlfriend sat me down and was just like, we're going to watch some of this. And, like, before I knew it, we were through it. And so, like, I've been together with her for nine years. We probably watch Friends once a year for the last seven. That's crazy. That's you know, crazy. it's just like, hey... You know, we we have our dinner time shows where it's yeah. like, cool, dinner's made. Like, let's sit down. No matter what, know. Daisy and I are watching, you know, an episode of something. Right now, it's Avatar, The Last Airbender. Fucking so good, dude. Yeah, A show dude. should not be legally allowed. A <laughs> kid's show should not legally be allowed to be that 
damn good. A hundred percent. Because I'm, a, I even told, I even told her, I was like, I'm a thirty year old man watching <laughs> Avatar at like eleven o'clock at night, actively laughing out loud. Like yeah. they, I'm, I'm Which laughing. Every this is a Nickelodeon is show. It's amazing. It's amazing. But it's, it's, yeah. Tangent over on that. Uh, speaking of Netflix, Netflix just released a new movie this Friday called Project Power with uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know, who you might remember from Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, it's, it's a JGL, interesting dude, com- If you don't know who JGL is. Get, get out of here. Bro. <laughs> Love that dude. Love that dude. Sing and dance, man. JGL, um, dude. It's an interesting movie, man. Project I don't know if you've been Power. able to see it. Project Power. It's, is it out uh, now? Yeah, it came out Friday. It's a movie, on right? Ne- on on Netflix, yeah. Oh, bro, um, it's got Jamie Foxx in it. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon Love. Those I didn't need to know anything more. Oh, it's got MGK it, in it too. Uh, that's a little out of your realm of expertise. Machine Gun Kelly's a rapper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got rapper-ish. Yeah, um, no, I, I didn't his, know about this actually. Um. You writing it in the script today was the first time that I had heard about this. Again, oh really? Not much of a TV watcher. I'm a big rerun watcher, but like new <laughs> stuff, I'm real bad about. I will say, like, I'm not gonna lie. Video game stuff on point. I'm buying new games and stuff. I'm playing new shit. TV, I'm like, that's cool. I'm. That, that's I haven't why watched I, Tiger that's... King yet. Shh. It's weird. I would say you don't need to. It's great. I heard enough. It's crazy. It's yeah. But this so, is weird. The con- okay. the concept is basically there's a new drug on the street, right? And for five minutes after you take this drug, you get a superpower, but you don't know what it's a random, you don't know what you're gonna get. It's not like, oh, what? take the fire pill, you get the fire. No, it's super random. Whatever your genetic makeup is will give you Ice powers, or firepower, or telekinesis, or invisibility. It's crazy. Only for five minutes, though. No kidding. Yeah, and and yeah, I don't want to spoil it too much, because, you know, it's got some intrigue about it. And it's a pretty straightforward action flick. There's a little like, okay, that's fun. Definitely huh. check it out. The I would concept give it, sounds uh, awesome. The, the director did, well, one of which, did Paranormal Activity 3 and 4. Four. Oh, nice. Um, nice. I, I like I, those movies a lot. I do like those movies. I will say. Um. Oh, it looks like these two work as a team. So there's yeah, two yeah. directors, and they do uh, stuff together. Gotcha. Uh. Yeah, that like concept. Good... It's like almost like a uh. What was the one with uh, Bradley Cooper? Limitless. Oh, isn't that the one where he took yeah, the pill? Yeah, Limitless. Yeah, and he so got, it's kind of like that, but with some RNG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, like, oh, and that's super what it's about. Like, it's basically like the government's trying to figure out how to weaponize this drug, and that's why they're testing it on the streets. So it's like a oh, okay. That was going to be my next question. I, you said it was like a street drug, so it'd be like someone buying like crack cocaine. Exactly. That's how the movie starts too, with like a drug deal going down, and you're like, "What is going on?" And it's super no like, kidding. "You got the stuff? I got the stuff." Beats up the drug dealer, runs off with the stuff. It's like don't don't. Oh, it's so good. You got to check it out. I huh. I recommend seeing it. It's, it's I will be watching this this week. It's we fun. might talk about this next week. But sure. it, it made me pose the question: like, if you only had five minutes with the superpower, but in this case, you get to choose what you get. 
what would you want for five minutes? You could just activate it once a day. All right, here you go. Five Oof. minutes. What's your power? Once a day? Or is this yeah, like I'm, I'm a one, like- one time? Like for one time your entire life, Oof. you get five minutes with the superpower of your choice. I think yeah, that's, that's a harder so, question. Because well, once a day is real easy. I'm taking invisibility. Like, invisibility, really? If I'm getting it once a day, it's going to be what's, what benefits me the most sure. in life. Because flying that's, for five minutes, fuck, can't get too far. I'll sit in traffic. Yeah. But I, I would, five minutes I would of invisibility, I can sneak into a bank like once a week. Five <laughs> minutes, I slip 50K here, slip 50K here. That's true. You never know That's... the wiser. Or you do that jumper ability. Teleportation, uh, man. Yeah, That's, teleportation. Nightcrawler mm. all day. That's what I would choose. In either scenario, because I love teleportation. The concept. Yeah. It would be something that would have to be like beneficial. Um, or mm, it's like I don't know. You'd almost take like Wolverine powder power. You know? Yeah, the the healing factor where you're self-healing. It's almost invincibility. Or do I fucking Hulk smash? Here's a crazy one. How about something as goofy as like, for five minutes I can shit money? Yeah. Yeah, Were you an American dad watcher? Ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so there's an episode where Roger's like taking shits and come to find out that Roger shits gold and like diamonds. (laughs) Like, <laughs> like he's been hiding like his like he's ashamed of his shits, so he's been hiding like his shits, but he just happens to shit gold and diamonds and rubies and sapphires and shit. That's so freaking good. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. Like I said, if if I can do it once a day, my once a day superpower would be probably different than my like once a lifetime superpower. Mm, yeah, it, probably it's not. such a hard, hard one to say because it's like, what would you do in that five minutes to make it worthwhile? Like That's flying would be something where if I could do it once, then maybe flying just be like, oh, this is what it's like for me. This to is what it feels like. But I can I put a squirrel suit minutes. on. That's true. But that's not you really know. flying. That's Teleportation is probably the play. Float. But how much yeah. could you change your life in five minutes? But that's the thing. With like, any superpower. That's right. Teleportation, man. Like, yeah, it'd have to be teleportation. You're just like, bam, 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 out. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in the movie. I want to watch the movie. Yep. Definitely sure. check it out. I give it watch uh, this week. Uh, a solid four Cheeto finger. We'll talk about my that rating. next week. Because yeah, that'll yeah, be yeah. the first thing that both of us have got to see and watch. Oh, that's It'll right. be a current. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have to yeah, choose yeah. something old to watch, too. Yeah. Maybe watch an old superpower movie. Like the original gotta, Fantastic Four. That's retro now, get right? Get out of here. Uh, no, if we're going to go goofy like that, we should do something like the Dolph Lundgren uh, Punisher movie from the 80s. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I don't. Yeah. It's, we'll have to see if we can hide. We'll, we'll have discuss. to discuss. We'll discuss. We come up with some stupid shit to be like, okay, it's got to be a superhero movie, but it's got to be something so out there. Well, but, um, yeah, I want to do that. Oh, I think I've wasted your time long enough. <laughs> I know. We're wasting everyone's time right now. Why don't um, you lead us out? Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Weird question of the week. Do people in the United Kingdom 
use an American English accent when they play D and D. Good day, folks. Good that day. wasn't even English. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>